Hello, everybody. This is Legal Man. Welcome to the show. It's going to be a good episode. I am going to do something a little different in this episode. I'm going to give sort of a proposed fake cross-examination in certain ways of Dr. Fauci. I'm going to show the kinds of questions and the lines of questions and the kinds of things that could be asked and need to be asked and should have been asked but haven't been asked just to show you what a complete fraud this entire lockdown is and these claims that it's based on science and following the science and they're saving lives. I'm just going to expose that in, in quite a few ways. Now, for people who don't know me, I'm a lawyer. I practiced for 30 years and I used to care about being America's most trusted lawyer, but I've lost so much respect for America, I really don't give a fuck anymore. <laughs> so let's get this show going. I represent the people, Dr. Fauci. I've got a lot of questions for you. These restrictions, these closings, mask wearing, all sorts of things all over the world are flowing out of your office recommendations. But the public hasn't seen any of this basis for how this has been determined. The combination of mask wearing, social distancing, and business closings and restrictions is causing a tremendous amount of harm and damage to individual people. We need to understand what it is about these things that are supposedly saving lives. Right off the bat, I want to talk about mask wearing. You originally said masks weren't necessary for people, that they really don't do anything, but now you promote it. Why is the mask wearing such a bunch of flip-flopping? Especially since people clearly don't even know how to wear a mask and they touch their face a lot. And you said originally touching the face was wrong. Well, when you wear a mask, you touch your face all the time. You take it on, you put it off, you put it on, you take it off. You touch surfaces that have material that your office has said can survive for weeks. Isn't this causing more problems than not wearing a mask? And if not, where's the science? What kind of studies have been done showing populations wearing masks, not wearing masks, wearing them improperly, taking them off, touching surfaces, touching their faces? Do you have any science at all, anything at all to support any of that? The other thing about the masks is that we're told the mask is for other people's protection. You're protecting other people. Well, why don't we just have people who are concerned wear a mask for themselves? Because if you're not concerned, then you don't need to wear a mask. And if you wear a mask that protects yourself, then you don't need to be concerned with other people. You don't have to worry about what they're doing. Isn't that a simpler solution? Since there's no real science with regards to the improper mask wearing anyway. Now let's move on to these these government openings, closings, partial closings, essential businesses. Amazon can deliver. You can have Walmart, but you can't have mom and pop. You can only have 50%, 75%. It goes up and down. What's the science behind 50% occupancy versus 75%? What's the science behind 72 inches versus, say, 70 inches or 80 inches? What about if there's a wind? Are these just guesses? What, what, is, what is driving this idea that if you reach X number, you can go to 50%, and if you reach Y number, you go to 75%, and if you go over A, 
then you have to go down to 25%. And if you go, where are these numbers coming from? What, what is the percentage? How did you come up with this? Why not two-thirds, one-third? How about 10%, 20%, 70%? Where are these numbers coming from? Aren't these numbers just simply being generated randomly because they sound like they may make sense? They just sound like something? There's no actual science supporting any of that. You know that. Why are the people being misled to believe that this somehow creates some kind of safety barrier for them? How can an essential worker go to work, not wear a mask? You see them sitting inside the road all the time. They go home. There's no epidemic breaking out in essential workers' homes. What is the explanation for that? What is the explanation for any of this, really, Dr. Fauci? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And what about situations where I was at a restaurant just the other week and I'm sitting at a table? I don't have to have a mask on at that point. Well, if it's in the air, then how am I protected? There was a line for the cashiers and it was, it was right next to my table. The people were much closer than six feet and they were standing there in masks and I wasn't. I didn't have a mask on. So was I in danger or were they in danger? And if nobody's in danger, well, I don't understand. How does this make any sense? What's the science behind this kind of absurdity that's going on all over the country? Anybody can see it. I like to play uh, ice hockey and skate. The leagues are open, but the public skate's not. And th how does that make any sense that you can go out and play ice hockey and be right next to somebody and check and breathe on them and yet you can't go out for a peaceful public skate where everyone simply goes in one direction and doesn't even have contact with each other. How does that work? What's the science behind that? And if the governors aren't using science to make these determinations, what, what are they using? Since they say they're using CDC recommendations, how does any of that work? Now let's move on to the death count. These death certificates that you're using to compile the supposed figures of people who die from COVID. They don't actually say that they died from COVID, do they? They say they died with COVID, correct? Now, dying with COVID, that's not dying from COVID. They have all sorts of comorbidities. We don't actually know what killed them. Uh, isn't that true? And the reality is that you have to conduct an autopsy to know what actually killed somebody, don't you? Isn't that proper medical practice? And isn't your office indicating that people should put on a death certificate that they, they died with COVID, even if they did not have a test for COVID. So there are people who are being counted in that number who not only do we not know if COVID killed them because we can't identify anybody who COVID actually killed, can we? Can you point to one single person who died from COVID? And if so, can I get their name and we can investigate their medical records? Oh, you don't have that. Okay, so what I'm saying is we have people being counted as, as COVID deaths that not only do we not know if they died from COVID, but we don't even know if they had COVID. We don't actually know what killed them. So if you don't even know what killed them, and we don't know how many people died from COVID, how can we possibly know how many people are being saved from dying from something we don't know how many people it's killing? Can you explain that to people? Because this seems to be a very big problem, and it seems to be the foundation for all of the bullshit that's going on here. <laughs> this is the kind of thing you could do to them all day. 
can you identify any life that's actually been saved? Can you can you give me their name so I can go talk to them and and see if they want to thank everybody for saving their life? No, you can't give me the name of any, but not a single person. So you can't name a single person who was saved by any of these restrictions. I say, okay. Um, well, can you can you tell me how it is that you come up with these numbers? Because I hear Trump throwing numbers out from anywhere from. A million, million and a half, two million different kinds of sets of lives that were apparently saved. Well, there have only been even 180,000 alleged lives lost in this. So that's a pretty big disparity between a million, a million and a half, and two million. What information is he relying on, since you're advising him, to throw numbers like that out there? How can there be such a wide variation between a million and two million, half a million, when only 200,000 people have even allegedly died? What is the actual science you're using to insert into your spreadsheets and your models? What is the science? What's that based upon? Is that reproducible? Is that something we can go check out? It just seems that it's varying all over the place, and these are just numbers that people are pulling out of a hat. One or two cases out of 100,000 is making a huge difference in how many businesses get closed, how many restrictions are placed on them. What's going on with that? The test, under your own admissions, has a tremendous error rate. So how do we know that the error rate alone for the test isn't accounting for these new cases? How can you even know in an asymptomatic person whether they have anything wrong with them? How could you ever know? You give them a test, how do you know it's not a false positive? How do you know it's not a false negative? It's providing both, so you have to test them again. Well, if you test them again, they were false positive the first time, and you don't know it, and you just check it, and they're negative this time. Okay, well, how do we know that wasn't a false negative that time? It doesn't appear to be science at all. These appear to be just judgment guesses. The difference between five new cases out of 100,000 is seven. How can that be science? How can that be science under the error rate of the test? And of course, there's not going to be the answer to any of this shit. doesn't make any difference. Let's move on to the fact that you never even talk about the third world. People in the third world, they don't even have sanitation. They certainly can't socially distance and wash their hands and be careful. They're sitting around in shacks, sleeping on top of each other. But yet, they aren't dying. In fact, there's virtually nobody sick in the third world. How does that make sense with the transmission theory you propose and which, by the way, doesn't have any actual scientific study, does it, that's ever been reproduced? That's never actually been proven, has it? Okay, and so how do you explain these third world deaths not occurring? (laughs) You can't, right? This is absurd. Everything about Dr. Fauci and his fake science is transparent. If a life is lost through suicide as a result of this, because someone has lost their job and now they're feeling hopeless, which is happening all over the place, those records are clear. We see those records. How would those be accounted for and offset against the supposed lives saved? Are they being? No, of course they're not. And what is the financial cost for each of these lives saved. Have you done a financial analysis of how much it's costing to save each life you propose is being saved? I have an awful lot of questions about all of these disparity between the way the governors are 
implementing things. It's being, quote, left to governors and mayors, and then mayors change it, and they come up with their own matrix of different controlled ideas. I'm not understanding if it's science we're talking about, how can the science vary from county to county? So when you insert different items into your spreadsheet and programs, you're making a guess there, right? This is just a guess. It's, it's not science. You don't have a study to indicate what variable to punch into your program, do you? Because if so, then you wouldn't be punching it in. It would already be in the program, right? So it's not science. None of this is science. Right? Not, none of these, these things you punch into the program are actually science. They're just guesses. Have we ever had this supposed virus sweeping the world before? No. Okay, so it's not actually based on studies. It's just, it's just something you're making up. And do you inform the president and the different people that this is actually something you're just making up and then putting into a program? Do you do that? Do you see how insane and ridiculous the kinds of information we're getting and all of the different stuff that's missing? It's missing from any of the information the public's getting. Now, the governors could be providing it to us. They could be providing a huge report that has all this stuff linked in there, and, and you could just go look. But none of it's happening because these people aren't actually ever giving us real information. They're just making things up. I could also ask Dr. Fauci, Dr. Fauci, you've been a government bureaucrat for a very long time, correct? Almost 50 years in government. Um, well, congratulations on being able to stay in government and move up. That's a, that's a difficult thing uh, to do for that long, especially to rise to the level of power. You're 79, right? Why haven't you been mandatorily retired out? What, what is the exception you fall under? Because most people have to be mandatorily retired out way before 79. What, what is the exception you fall under? Can you tell us? Can you tell us a little bit about your investments? And your involvement with vaccines, can you tell us some of that? Because it appears there's a lot of financial conflict of interest there, and the people are, are quite interested in finding out about it. Hopefully I'm making it clear how totally unscientific, what a complete load of total bullshit all of this is. I could ask him about travel. Now, when you travel on a plane, the air is recirculated. It's not, it's not scrubbed out of any virus. So... What's the point of wearing a mask at that point since you're simply breathing recirculated air? If you're on a plane for a couple hours, you're going to be breathing the air that everybody else has breathed in. How does the mask do anything? What's the point? At that, why have a mask on if you're just breathing recirculated air? That doesn't seem to make any sense. Of course, none of this does make any sense. This is the kind of insanity that goes on. Apparently, Mayor Blasio is not going to allow New York to open restaurants until there's a vaccine. But yet you can have public schools in New York open with the children eating inside. How is that different than a socially distanced restaurant? I, that doesn't make any sense. Of course, none of these things make any sense. I could go back and ask him about the beaches. Well, the beaches, sometimes you can walk on a wet beach, but not on a dry beach. You could lay down on the beach. You could swim in the water, but you couldn't stand on the beach. Is any of that based on any kind of actual science? And if these public health officials are purporting to base these on science, but in fact aren't basing it on science, aren't they responsible for that? 
Have you contacted these people when you find out about these things? Have you let them know that there's no science involved? Have you made reports? Have you issued? I haven't seen anything you've put out saying that all of these different contradictory uh, restrictions are not actually scientific. Where would I go to find that? Can you direct me to that information? See, <laughs> this is the kind of thing that could go on for hours and hours and hours. And the reality is, they would look like complete jackasses and it would be more than clear to everybody involved who ever saw any of it that it was garbage, that all of this is garbage, that they're not, that nothing they're saying is actual science and that the economic destruction, I could ask him all about that. Now these, these closings, these things have destroyed the economy, completely destroyed the economy, already cost trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars in just a few months. It's well-known metric in public health that every rise in unemployment can be traced to a higher suicide rate and death rates. So we're seeing this all over the world. How many additional people are dying or going to die under these metrics as a result of these restrictions? Do you know? Can you tell us? You don't know that. Has that been calculated in? Are the people being informed of those dangers? Is, that, is a cost analysis being done about that? What about all the broken families? There's a massive rise in family violence. Is family violence not something that's a public health concern? And what about the deaths? Are all deaths prevented under your theory, though you can't identify them? Are they all equal? Is saving the life of a 93-year-old person who has less than 60 days to live in hospice prior to COVID, and is saving their life for, say, 58 days, is that the equivalent of a new suicide as a result of the restrictions you've imposed. Are those equivalent? How are those managed inside of your model? What, what is the science that's, that they're using to, to do that? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? This, I could go on and on and on and on, especially if he was there answering. I could tie him up into knots. It, it would be asinine. This is not in any way science. This is not in any way consistent. This is nothing to do with public health. This is 100% to do with control, just controlling the people and making them dependent upon government and wheeling out this vaccine that'll have God knows what in it, that will do God knows what to you, and then having medical IDs where they can create an electronic prison. That's what this is all about. I mean, I don't want to make the entire show me fake cross-examining Dr. fucking lying Fauci, but you get the idea right? I mean, you get the idea. That's why I've been so frustrated since day one on this, because this is all totally made up. And people, these government officials, I could do the exact same kind of cross-examination with them for hours and hours and show that their decision-making is so grossly outside any alleged authority they might have as a, quote, emergency, and just show that this is the worst kind, the worst kind of abuse this is way beyond negligence. How are they not coming up with the same questions I have? And if they haven't asked these questions after I took his Dr. Fauci's deposition, I could show him the deposition, have him review it and say, what part of those questions did you ask? And he won't have asked any of them. And he won't have the answers for any of them. And, he, and his people won't. And so you can just show that this is, has been a railroad job. This is not science. This is not public health. This is not public safety. This is something completely different. And this is what people need to understand. This is why I tell people all the time, look, the system as it's set up 
It has shown itself to not be controllable. It's not controllable. And you cannot, under any fucking circumstances, say, well, we'll go to the courts. The fucking courts are being run by the same kind of corrupt people. It's the same entity, government, with the same kind of corrupt people. These fucking public health officials and the fucking publicly elected supposed mayors and county officials and governors. It's the same kind of crookery going on. You can't trust them to do it. That's it. We've had enough. This is, this is a terror campaign on the people. It's outrageous what's going on. We're not allowed to talk about revolution that the founders loved, that the founders did. We're not allowed to. Why? Because the same crooked government that's oppressing us refuses to let the people do that. Why? Because if they did, there'd be a revolution. <laughs> that's why. Not complicated. Not that it would work. Because you can't put a government in charge of this many people. It's totally out of control. It's totally out of control. The only place it's really working is in these very small areas, very small areas, small jurisdictions where the people can contact the government. And these big cities, it's already too big. you got millions of people. It's already too big. It seems it has to be decentralized. But, you know, the people don't want to hear that. They're not going to do it. And so they're just going to run around voting. How are we going to vote our way out? It doesn't make sense. You can't. Because the vote has nothing to do with this. Were you given an opportunity to vote on these restrictions? No, because the system's not set up to do that. So it's pointless to talk about the vote. You don't get a say. They just lock you down with these arbitrary things. They dream up because it's all been done under the guise that there's an emergency. When I'm just showing over and over there is no emergency. <sighs> uh, people. Look, people who can see what I'm talking about we aren't many. That's all. We just aren't. And the reality is we're massively outnumbered. And people need to make peace with that because it's not changing. It's not changing. Look around. It's not changing. And the change that needs to occur for the most of the people that can even see it, they're not willing to do it. Oh, no, we got to keep the government. Oh, I have to get the government. We got to keep it. Okay, well, there you go. The government's going to keep doing it. You think you can change the government? It's a delusion. It's a fantasy. It's happening all over the world. Everyone all over the world has been screwed by their government in the exact same way. But apparently, next time, after one election, it's all going to change. <laughs> Fucking fantasy. <sighs> okay. That's, that's my show. If you like my show, no matter how depressing it is, you need to subscribe, listen, share it. We got to at least stick together, you know, for our own sanity. And I'm Legal Man at U.S. Law Review. Follow me on Twitter. I do have a blog. I linked it. There's a lot of information down there if you want to check it out. That's going to be it. Wherever you are, hope you have a nice night or day. Take care. Thank <laughs> you.